my mama want me to go get some eggs. So I'm in the Sam's right here on airline, right? So, you know, at the door coming out, this dude is coming. Now I am almost to the end about to make the turn into the uh, aisle to park my car. This dude is coming with one of those flatbed hand trucks, carts, right? So I am past him, but he is still coming. Like, he is about to ram my car with this hand truck. Like, I'm going to keep rolling because pedestrians have the right of way. But I am past you, right? So he stops, and I'm like, I veer off, and then I turn. So as I'm pulling into my parking spot, the aisle before in front of me is where he is walking down. And he says to me, he screams out, stupid bitch. At Sam's. At Sam's. In the aisle going to his car, stupid bitch. And that offended you. So I roll my window down and I said, dumb bastard. Come and say that to my face. Put my car in park. Get out. I'm on the running board. I stand up looking at him. And he goes, fuck you. And um, can, I, you, can you sit back down because no, that is not metal? It, wait, guess what? It is, and I'm not big, and it held my weight. So just to tell you, so I said first you. I said you're right. I know you want to, but first you would have to find your dick. <laughs> Fat okay. bastard. And again, so so wait, your trigger. Let me let me finish. So here he is. Furiously now shoveling his stuff into his car. They're like all of these old white people and young white people with kids in the aisle. I'm standing up looking at them like, now what? Now, I have stepped down, walked into the aisle, standing up in front of my car and looking at him. There's this old black guy to my to my right. And he goes, ma'am, don't do it. It's not worth it. I said, I'm not going to approach him. I said, I'm just going to stand right here and I'm waiting for him to tell me something else. And he goes, it's not worth it. I said, normally I would not do this. I said, but you, and I know you should not fight ignorance with ignorance. I said, but I could not let that pass. Could not let this fat bastard. And I am like projecting as I'm saying this, call me out my name. There is no way. No, you're right. You're there, right there's right no way. And that ladies and gentlemen was... A day in the life of just and there is no way. Can you hit that light switch? You ain't about to call me. You ain't about okay. to be some short white coon. Oh, and then wait, I forgot the best part. Um, into the mic. As- oh, well, I mean, we've been recording the whole time. Awesome. So, wait, really, y- y'all just fucking did that to me? Yeah, I mean, she's telling a story. Sometimes <laughs> you just gotta roll it. So. As I like, I still have to turn my truck off because truck is still running at this point. So hop back in the truck, roll my window up, turn it off, you know, close the door. And I walk back out and I said, bye now. Enjoy your trailer park life. Mm. And I go and get my eggs. (laughs) And ladies and gentlemen, that is how we get eggs here in New Orleans. In Metri. I tell legal lies. I tell legal lies. Lies, lies, legal lies. I tell legal lies. 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 Leg
Welcome back to another episode of Black Law and Legalize, where we specialize in the Legalize, Legalize. Today we have a very special guest with us. Woo, and woo. When I'm when I say special, I mean special. Education. Not not like special <laughs> like last week where they were really special. Short I mean, yellow bus. This boy kind of touched, but um. But we like that on this show. Today we have Tyrone. Tyrone, my man. Tyrone. Is your last name Biggums? No, it's not Biggums, man. Okay, so he's not Tyrone Biggums, but <laughs> close enough. But thanks for having me. Thanks thank, for having me. Thank you, because I'm pretty sure that after the, after this podcast, your name will be shit. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? So today we are going to discuss rape culture. Rape culture. Well. Rape culture. Let me, Don't let me, well. Rape culture. Let me. um. Go ahead, Dan. What do you think about that? So yeah, this alleged. No, not this alleged. Is alleged. No, it's not alleged. Let it's me, real. Alleged rape culture. Man, you know, you I know don't believe many, in rape culture. Do you? Do you I, wait, I don't wait, believe wait. No, hold up. You don't believe in rape culture. I don't believe. Let me in let it. me prove you wrong. With, you can't. Yes, we, I can. We don't even have the time no, for you to no, try. No, to I, prove it's a two wrong. second proof. Okay. Let's two go. second. Two second proof. Do you know what white masters did to black women who were slaves? Paid them handsomely. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. With dick. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Paid them yes. handsomely. Rape culture. That's not rape culture. Rape, what what that, was yeah, it? What the fuck did you just prove? That, Ra- I that proved that rape culture. That, I proved that rape culture is a real thing that is prevalent in these nah, Americas. You just proved that That's slave what I masters allegedly. No, they didn't rape. allege my ass. Were you there? Yes. Did you see it? Yes. Absolutely. I believe you. Well, I think what she just said was that it was systemic. And it, and that just kind of proves the patriarch, the patriarchal system that we See, were built. See, that's, that's my man, Tyrone. That's my man. I don't believe. I don't subscribe to the rape culture theory. Now we'll, we'll get more into that. But while we got Tyrone here, Tyrone, tell us about yourself. Uh, man, y'all forced me here. Y'all, <laughs> y'all dragged my ass here. I don't know. Against his will. Against uh, against my rape will. Rape culture, man. Uh, no, but um, I was born and raised here, and well, if you know anything about New Orleans, I was born and raised on the West Bank, but then I moved to the better, the better part of the city. That's right, the best bank. So Tyrone came up out the hood, okay. (laughs) No, uh, but you know, I did have the luxury to go to a good high school and a good college. But but now I'm back home tearing shit up. So that's what I'm, ta- that's what I'm talking about, Tyrone. <laughs> Why'd you come back? Well, well, basically it's for family, man. This, I mean, and I don't, to be honest, I don't think uh, I would want to live anywhere else. Where else have you been? As Memphis, far as for Boston, extended periods for extended periods of time, right? Memphis, so Boston, fuck Memphis. <laughs> nah. oh, yeah, fuck Memphis for real, <laughs> for real, but. No, but I um I actually didn't mind the cold weather. I, I mean, but um, but you know it's crazy. Yeah, I like this. It, it's interesting every day. Every day, every something day. new every day. Look, look what happened to me at the local Sam's Club. We're gonna start with <laughs> the People versus Turner, aka Brock Turner. So um, Brock Turner was a bitch, big old bitch. You know you want to fuck him. No, I don't. Gotta, I don't want fucking gotta, like a bitch. You got to find your dick first. Not though. even, not even. Okay. Um. In 2015, let's see. The People versus Brock Turner was a 
criminal case filed in Santa Clara County Superior Court, which convicted Brock Allen Turner of not of rape though three counts of felony sexual assault. Turner was a student athlete at Stanford University. Wait, stop! Wait, wait, stop! Stop! He was a what? Student athlete okay. at Stanford University. He was oh. a big old bitch. <laughs> I think he was a swimmer. I don't think so. Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> I think it, is it a swimmer or a lacrosse no, he player? Was a swimmer. Yeah. He was, a, he, he was there on a swim scholarship. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the short of it, uh, Turner was caught by two international students from Sweden. Them Swedes, all, Swedes always trying to do the right thing. <laughs> uh, they testified that they intervened because the woman appeared to be unconscious. Turner fled the scene as they approached, resulting Once in the again. two apprehending and restraining him until police arrived. And you know that was a pattern because once before he had been arrested and ran away. I did not was, know that. Yes, he was arrested for underage drinking. <laughs> That's right. That's a crime. That's a crime. Turner was <laughs> indicted crime. on five charges, two for rape, two for felony sexual assault and one attempted rape pleading not guilty on all five charges check this out on october 7th 2015 after reviewing mm-hmm. the results of dna test mm-hmm. the two rape charges were dropped by the prosecutors mm-hmm. so then they went on to have the trial trial began march 14th came to a conclusion march 30th with turner being convicted of the three remaining charges after they dropped the rape, mm-hmm. so the felony sexual assaults. Immediately after Turner's conviction, widespread public criticism emerged, accusing Judge Persky of judicial bias in favor of male and class privilege, mm. leading to campaigns for his recall or resignation. The Santa Clara County Bar Association and public defenders defended Persky, saying that the sentence was based upon the probation report as well as being consistent with similar cases and stated that his removal will be a threat to judicial independence. Ju- Thoughts? Ju- okay. Tyrone. Judicial, judicial independence. independence. Can you- right. Tyrone. Yeah. Ty- Tyrone. We're calling on Tyrone. What's your thoughts? Oh, man. Um, I think this dude should be six feet under. That's what I think. Well, he, Real fast. he, he actually was. He, he was a swimmer. <laughs> he wasn't six feet under. He was six feet underwater no, at no, one point. I think he got away with rape. That's what he I did. think he got away he with. And, but, and let me let me point out, these are the charges, and I want to read the charges that he was officially sentenced. Let's go. Okay. So, <laughs> wait. This, was the, this is what he was found guilty of. And I'm laughing because this is stupid. Okay. First. Found guilty of assault with intent to commit rape of an intoxicated or unconscious person. So it was assault. Intent. It's an assault charge. Okay. It's not. It's not a rape charge. All right. Um. Found guilty of penetration of an intoxicated person, and found guilty of penetration of an unconscious person. Is that not what rape is? Yeah. Obviously not, because <laughs> the bitch was not found guilty of rape. Okay, so when when we say penetration, <laughs> does 
any <laughs> just penetrating with anything constitute rape yes okay read me read me what rape is man in louisiana and, okay wait so there are degrees there are degrees of rape you know so first second third degree rape and in this particular case he <laughs> third degree rape is basically what he would have been convicted of all right well this third degree rape is a rape committed when the anal, oral, or vaginal sexual intercourse is deemed to be without the lawful consent of a victim because it is committed under any one or more of the hmm. following circumstances. This is interesting. So anal, oral, or vaginal. Right. So I could run up and titty fuck a bitch and I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you probably be uh, convicted of assault mm-hmm. with intent. <laughs> it's assault okay. I'm just intent. saying maybe Louisiana needs to revise their so, um, statutes. So when any one or more of the following, when the victim is incapable of resisting or of understanding the nature of the act by reason of a stupor or abnormal condition of mind produced by an intoxicating agent or any cause and the offender knew I should have known of the victim's incapacity. So I read that because in Brock Turner's case, that would be the applicable statute because the person that he raped was intoxicated and unable to resist or an, an, unable to consent. But huh? he was intoxicated too, wasn't he? No. That, see, so and we if have you a toxicology read, if you, report? If you read further into this whole thing, because I read something. Did you see said, his mugshot? <laughs> he was on something. <laughs> he was a swimmer. His eyes always red. It's the chlorine. Chlorine and that meth. <laughs> but anyway, so he was drinking. He admits to that, but he was not drunk. Okay. So I'm really, really confused now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So basically the charge sounds like. Rape to me. Rape. But yet, yet, he's not charged with rape. No. Well, he he wasn't found guilty. Right. Of rape. Well, he wasn't found guilty was of rape. But assault and penetration. Assault and penetration. All right. So hey. look, check this out. I have. Hey. I'm curious about this. Uh-huh. On October seventh, twenty fifteen, after reviewing results of DNA tests, the two rape charges were dropped. Right. If he fingered her, right. wouldn't his DNA be in well, on and around her if if they can find epithelials which you probably English. can't you know like your skin peels off even though you don't know it you leave behind skin cells so okay. basically so his dna will be present in her vagina then apparently there was not enough evidence which is why the rape charges were uh dropped and the only reason I'm I'm assuming because I don't know everything that happened at the trial, but because these two Swedish people saw what he was doing and actually they were able to witness, that's why he got charged with the penetration. So basically they didn't have enough to charge him with the rape charge. And this is the lesser yeah. version of this because they have witnesses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so they couldn't say it didn't happen but guess what you know sidebar to this thing do you know that he's actually asking for a new trial yeah yeah because yep. the media f- pretty much no, fucked him over no but you know why you know what the justification is the media no fucked him it, over. it wasn't that's not what the lawyer is what is the lawyer what saying? what the lawyer is saying but the the reason why a new trial is needed is because the prosecutor 
kept saying behind the dumpster. And that unfairly influenced everybody because behind the dumpster would mean that he drug her behind the dumpster and he was doing it under the cover of whatever, the dumpster. But what um, his lawyer is saying, they were out in the open. They could be seen. So undue influenced behind the dumpster. Behind, Go read that. I was reading that stuff and I'm laughing. I'm like, okay, behind the dumpster. Because the prosecutor kept saying that. So what's your what's your that, take? Because that, that that unfairly sounds, influenced. That sounds legitimate. Wait for real? Yeah, for real. Because if rather you it was were, done behind the okay, dumpster, or out in the open. Check it. If you're behind a dumpster, all right. If you're out in the open, you can be viewed by all four north, south, east, and west. But if you are behind a dumpster, you cannot be. You can only be viewed by. But let me from ask you a question: angle. Does that negate the fact that he did this? Whether it was behind the dumpster on the fifth floor of it Macy's, may. no, it doesn't. It may. He did it. Wait, we have eyewitnesses that, that saw him do him. Okay, so mm-hmm. if he's behind the dumpster in the dark, I'm assuming you could you could. I'm still, assuming you right so, because you don't know, but you could still see because the dumpster. If the dump the considering or based on the way that the dumpster is positioned, if I'm riding because they were riding on bicycles, mm-hmm. if I'm riding, if the dumpster is here, oh hell no. So they riding, <laughs> they going about five and a half miles an hour, and they bicycles. see this dude behind the dumpster, fingering the unconscious. They saw him dragging her, and she was dragged. So she was, he was dragging her while fingering her. I don't know that. that I don't know. I wasn't eyewitness. That to this little boy shit. looked like he couldn't lift his own damn weight. <laughs> he was a swimmer, and swimmers, though they are slim, they are very powerful. They have to be. Brock, Michael Phelps. Did did we just say Brock Turner was powerful? I, I just, just said clarify. swimmers. I said swimmers. So. You are saying Brock Michael Turner's Phelps. Power. Okay. Was he arrested like right away? Like Yeah. They like, had, he ran and they had to hold him down till the cops came. So the the, the Swedish witnesses held, held his him. ass down. Yes. Yeah. They ran Citizens after him. arrest, whatever you want to call it. Ran after him and held him down till the cops got there. That dude is guilty. Because mm-hmm. why you going to run if you ain't did nothing right. wrong? I guess. I mean, I've ran. He wasn't black. Stefan Clark. He, he wasn't ran. black. Stefan Clark if you, was. Like, wait, if you walking while black, if you driving while black, run. Run. Okay, so if you... <laughs> what, he wasn't what, black. Okay, what if you are black while dragging an unconscious <laughs> bitch behind a dumpster <laughs> you while better run, fingering look, Matter of fact, you better run, get your passport, get your ass out the country. All right, so that's... that's we're going to use Brock Turner as the, um, as the gold standard, right? Okay. So now we got David Becker. David Becker, former student athlete that attended. I know East you like that dude. Long Meadow High School. Like him. I, right, I don't even know. Right, because it was a double twin situation. Probation. Okay, on August. 15th, oh, wait, 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 wait. You forgot to mention that he was. Brock Turner was found guilty and he does have to register as a sex offender. Woo, woo. And b- before we move on to the next guy, what was he sentenced with? Do, you, do we know oh, that? Yeah. Six months. Six months and he got out in three. Yeah, because I think that's the most important part of Absolutely. this. Absolutely. Right. Thank, mm-hmm. thank you, Tyrone. Because right. guess what? He should have, the, the max for his charges, y'all ready for it? 14 years. They recommended what? six. 14 years. He got six. Six, got six, served three. And his daddy oh, yeah. yep. was a stupid son of a bitch. This is what he said. This is what he said. He said 
His every walking minute is consumed with worry, anxiety, fear, and depression. And that's him talking about his damn son. son. He can't even eat steak anymore because he's so burned. He's just so fearful and he's just so emotional inside. No. And on top of that, he said, what was it? He's paying a steep price for 20 20 minutes minutes of action. 20 minutes minutes of action. action. This is what this dude dad said. This is what the dad said in his statement. So we timed this then, right? We knew it was. He fingered (laughs) him for 20 minutes. Because I'm going to tell you like this. I'm a dude. And all right, I do do want to make this clear before we go any further. I do not condone rape. However, I do have a problem with rape culture. Now. Hmm. I have I, a problem with rape culture too. I I I have fingered women before. I have. I know that may shock some of you in this room, but twenty minutes, like that's because tw- that's not tw- all he did. Tw- what else did he do then? That's not all that he. That's did. That's all that he was convicted of. No, he was convicted of something that he shouldn't. He should have been convicted of rape, and the only reason he got away with what he did is because. A, he was male. B, he was a white. C, he was affluent. I'm sorry, his parents were. Again, 20 minutes. Like I said. 20, 20, I can't picture fingering someone. For, he's a sick motherfucker. That dude is sick. Fingering people for 20 minutes. Fuck wrong with you, Brock right, Turner. Three months. And, he, and now he wants a new trial. Okay, so let's uh, go around the room. What do you think the outcome of a retrial would be, Becky? I think the outcome is probably going to be the same, unfortunately. He'd probably get off. Yeah. I promise you. So you think he's going to get off? If he, if if they give him a new trial, well, no, wait, let me back that up a little bit. Because this is, this is the era of the Me Too movement. Yeah, get a new trial. Because we might see something. And Ty? Man, I think this dude's going to get off. If, it, if you bring it to court again. See, that's my that's my very yeah. first. That is my gut. That's my gut. But it's like I'm praying that if he actually does get a new trial because of this new Me Too movement, because of the new consciousness about women and rape and a su- sexual crimes against women, it would be a different ball game. You but know that's what? my gut. You that's know what? Gut. You're right because. And I don't even think he would even want a new trial being on being in the front of the newspaper again. He, I mean, this this dude's dad said he can't even eat steak anymore. <laughs> Come on. Man, that dude ain't gonna be able to drink water after this is done. I I don't know. I, I don't think I don't even think they'll give him a new trial. That's my take on it. Now uh I hope they don't, because the one I'm the, like I say he didn't get convicted of rape and that angers me but i am glad Wait, did he did he actually have intercourse with her don't i don't know i i haven't read further enough into the story or into the records to know if he actually penetrated her with his penis i have no clue you gotta find it first (laughs) but i do know that the the one one of the great things that came out of this is that the bastard now has to register as a sex offender. So that limits his job, that limits where he can live, that limit that limits a lot of things that he can do. Does it matter? No, if he's it doesn't affluent? matter. Yeah. Because his daddy can pay for everything. Yeah. So um now we got a registered sex offender, three months in jail. Now mm. let's move on to David Becker. Yep. David Becker. 
David Becker is a former student athlete that attended. Not to be confused with David Beckham. Yeah, he's right. a rapist too. Um, <laughs> East Long Meadow High School. So let's start with the probation. On August 15th, 2016, Judge Thomas H. Estes sentenced Becker to two years probation after being charged with sexually assaulting two female unconscious classmates. Becker will also avoid having to register as a mm-hmm. sex offender mm-hmm. if he completes probation. Right. The conviction will, will never appear on right. his record. It, he has a um uh delayed it's like a delayed sentence. Deferred sentence. Deferred. So, okay. Right. So basically if he goes through the two years nose clean, he does all the little workshops and and uh Women now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, it's like and, basically they put all these dudes, and this is what's funny is it's not like a one on one thing. They put them in it's a, a class. Group setting. Yes, and they pass around a Barbie doll, and they're like, "You cannot touch Wait, women how do you here." Know this? Don't worry about it. <laughs> don't Wait, don't, don't do worry you about know it. This? All right. Um. So yeah. the sexual assaults occurred after a party on April second, twenty sixteen. He allegedly penetrated the two victims with his finger. Why they were unconscious. Becker and the victim stayed the night at the residence where the party had taken place. All three stayed to help clean and fell asleep in the same bed that night. David Becker, a recent graduate of his high school, was charged in April after the two female classmates said that they had fallen asleep after drinking at a house party. Each of the victims reported being awoke awoken by Becker inserting his finger into their vaginas. Court records said blah, blah, blah. Sufficient facts existed to find Becker guilty of rape. Insufficient, huh? No, it says sufficient Sufficient? facts existed to find Becker guilty of rape and two counts of indecent assault and battery, according to the records. The case has been compared to Brock Turner. Da-da-da. Judge Aaron Persky had sentenced Brock Turner and da, 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 this yeah he he case. does that whole work release thing he can go to school he can go to work he just he so, chilling so how go. old is this, uh like 19 18 years or something old. like that he's 19 mm-hmm. how old is um 19 he was but when he Brock did it Turner 19 was 22 when he's, i thought he was 19 when it happened no it says uh 18 i think I yeah think is it is. yeah he was like 18 yeah. 19 when 18. it happened so um, this case is more egregious since Judge Thomas sentenced David Becker to to zero right. jail time right. and only two years of probation, a much lighter sentence, despite David Becker having raped two women. Wait, but do you know why, though? A district court judge dismissed a request to review a sexual assault case in which an 18 year old was given two years on probation. This is from CNN. Chief Justice of the Massachusetts District Courts Paul Dawley declined a review despite a petition with over 36,000 signatures calling for the judge who originally ruled in the case to be fired. In a letter, Dawley said the sentence was within the lawful bounds of judicial discretion established by Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. legislation. Okay. Judicial discretion. So wait. So just because it's within... That could be like point one little little you no, know. No, basically what they're saying is the law provides that the judge can do what he did. 
it's called judicial discretion. The Much judge, like the judge used discretion to throw Meek Mill's ass in jail. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But the the thing, one one when I was looking at this case, one of the things that struck me about it is one of the victims actually asked that he not be found guilty, asked that he not be given a harsh sentence. Yeah, like I think I girl, recall that. Homegirls like don't do it. She Take even it wrote easy. a she even wrote a statement. No, this is what she said because I'm I'm almost gonna quote this word from word. She said, "Treat him as lightly as he." treated me that night what the fuck does that mean <laughs> <laughs> that is i guess she figured he could have done something worse he just felt up a little bit so let him slide that's basically what she was what? saying yeah man helpless woman isolated yeah um, man nah. yeah so basically no she said the opposite she wanted the judge to take it hard on him no she when said, i read when i know when i read it she did not. She did not want him to get like a harsh sentence. Wait, weren't you said there were two victims? There were two. So one said, "Don't you know? Leave him alone. It's it's all good." Yeah. And I don't know about the other one. I just got stuck on the fact that this bro was like. I think you might have been reading that wrong because well, I, I believe right. I, really? I got to find it, but find I believe I read the same thing. But what it was is the victim asked the judge to treat him. As right. as on. nicely I I, as I he treated it. her that night, which would suggest that he didn't treat her very nice. Okay. Uh, so Tyrone, are you familiar with that case? Now I am. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if if you want if you want my my thoughts about it, man, it's just another white dude just getting away. What uh? I don't even think they sentenced him. Huh? He pleaded. He pleaded out. No, they they basically um he got a slap on the wrist. Yep, got a- two years probation, no jail time, and deferred sentencing. Basically, so if he does this two years, he keeps his nose clean. This will not even show up on his record. He doesn't have to register as a sex offender. So nothing, basically. I don't know me, but basically what I think is you're right. Is it's a slap on the wrist. Um, man, and I'm sure this is some prominent white kid too. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the the dad probably has mm-hmm. some money. I mean, and I think all of you guys in this room agree that this is like a horrendous crime, and to get away like with a slap on the wrist, I don't think anybody in this room or like anybody in this country can even fathom how like how how insane this judge must must have been how insane everybody in this case involved in this case must be feeling besides this kid right here well i I think people's perception of it is affected by how much money they have yeah you're right because the people in this room and most of the 99 percent uh probably feel the same way you yeah one of the victims in this case actually wrote a wit. They submitted a witness statement to the court in which she said that she was opposed to Becca receiving any jail time. So, I mean, Becky had the question: Why would she do that? What's her motivation? I think she was paid. She well, was paid. What I say, what I say, and it's a truism. We've seen it time and time again in situations such as this. Becca was a high school athlete. He mm-hmm. was popular. So. 
when you take the scion of a community and you accuse him instead of turning against that person people turn and against you the victim right. right victim shaming it happens right. all the time and it's like we don't he was such a nice boy we don't believe he did that why would you do that to him you so, know you, you know what i think you're right uh but 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 beyond that if i could impose something that happened in my life i mean just kind of uh reminds me of that when i was in high school there was this kid who was caught taking pictures of girls underpants and stuff like that like in like during house parties and stuff like that he would just like put his phone uh, like underneath the tables and snap some pictures and then he'd have pool parties and like this is a kid that I knew right and then he got caught doing it and all the girls involved while they were mad as hell they didn't talk to the kid anymore they all agreed not to press charges not to press charges. Why? Because they didn't want to ruin this kid's life. And guess what he was? He was a white kid with, I wouldn't say he was rich, but, you know, a middle-class white mm-hmm, kid. Mm-hmm. Did he have, uh, was he a student athlete? Yeah, I mean, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he played soccer. Right. Do you see the he trend? Was, yeah. Do you, do, you see, do, you see this, do you see the trend? Do you see the similarity? I do, I do see a trend, and I'm starting to connect the dots now. Oh, shit. Uh-oh. Student athletes are more susceptible <coughs> to rape allegations. No, student athletes have this. Um, they are exposed to a rape culture. That, more so. And, and no also, they are, they are also pandered to. So That's I need something from you. So I'm going to, you are an investment to me. So I'm going to protect you at all costs, even to the detriment of anybody else. So more often than not, in doing just the little bit of research that I did for this show, I found out something that once again had me laughing. Um, the con- One of these congressional oversight committees did this um, study and they found just finding out about how rape allegations were handled mm. on college campuses. Yep. And believe it or not, like, I think they said 5% of the colleges that were looked into, they left it up to the athletic department to handle allegations. But more often than not on these campuses, the athletes are the ones that are getting accused mm-hmm. of rape. So I'm like. So there was that um, the USC uh, running back, I want to say, black dude. I'm going to have mm-hmm. to. Look him up, but uh, he actually got convicted he got the business. and got sentenced to prison. The chick that accused him, she falsely accused him mm-hmm. of rape. Mm-hmm. She sued and turned sued the school board, and she got hundreds of thousands mm-hmm. of dollars. So after all the money was gone, she came out and said, "Oh, I made that up, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to come forward sooner because they was going to take the money back." So this dude was in prison for like, I want to say three years. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was like an NFL prospect too. Mm -hmm. Ruined his life. Mm -hmm. Now that did ruin his life. Yep. So that, that's uh, just kind of a sidebar, but we're going to get more into that. Um, Some of the key things I just wanted to touch on with the David Becker situation is David Becker though. All right. So he was convicted, right? No, actually he wasn't convicted. He pled. He pled. Okay. Lesser charges. But they were still sexual in nature, right? 
kind of, sort of. I think. Let me wait. Let me let me look to see what he what he pled to. And then was what else is kind of comical about this situ- David Becker situation is that the prosecutor in this case was adamant about the fact that he did not offer him a plea bargain, and he didn't. He just allowed him to plead to lesser charges. Do you see the distinction? So the prosecutor, that's uh, ladies and gentlemen, that that's who recommends how much time you're going to get. It's like, nah, you know, I'm not going to give you a plea, but I'm going to let you (laughs) no plea bargain, but I'm going to let you plead to a lesser charge. Yeah. Uh That makes perfect sense. If you ask me, Mm -hmm. just saying. Yeah. Right. So, um, two counts of indecent assault and battery of a person older than 14. Okay. So that wouldn't come with having to register as a sex offender, even if proven guilty, correct? Maybe. I don't know what, um, how their statute reads, but I know that in this case, he does not have to. So, here's one of the problems that I have. Now, as far as victim blaming, victim shaming goes, that's a real thing. And you can look at things like this right here. And you would you you may get people blaming the victims. The okay, all three stayed after a house party and fell asleep in the same bed that night. The two female classmates said they had fallen asleep after drinking heavily at this party. So with uh, someone who wants to blame the victims or say they had some part in this by drinking, by uh, being drunk, by laying in the bed with this dude and falling asleep. What do y'all say to that? But I think the way I read the story, they were in the bed first and he followed them up. So they were sleeping in the bed and he followed them up and then did what he had to do. But as you were saying, more often than not, even, even in the system, you know, you have judges, not prosecutors, but you have judges and defense counsel saying things like, well, why didn't you try to fight? Or, what Why were you, you wearing? That, that yeah. was actually Why? a new thing that um, I want to say was changed fairly recently. And when I say that, maybe the past decade or so, that in order for it to be a rape, that there had to have been a fight put up or something no. of that nature. No, no, According no. to That sounds like rape culture to me. Uh, no. Well, according to the All debate. All I have to do is say no. Right. But according to the debate I was listening to, at some point, in order for a conviction you needed to, to put say up no. a fight or no, you needed to physically try to stop oh. the attack from happening. See, the thing is, I don't have to physically try to stop you. Now you don't know. It's like, all I have to do is say no. But right. as I was saying, inevitably, oh, you had this short skirt on, you know, your boobs were out. Uh, Why didn't you close your legs? Why didn't you try to fight? It's everything. Bullshit. Let's blame everything on the victim. Right. So it's, it's easy to blame the victims is all I'm saying. And if you're looking for a reason to blame the victims, you can say they put themselves into this unfavorable situation where they're drinking underage at a house party, stayed to help clean up after everyone else is left, fell asleep in the same bed. However, they all got there. They all sleeping in the same bed. It can be easy for one to say they did that to themselves. Wait, it is easy, but it's stupid because I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. So naturally, anytime you fall asleep, you're expecting Becky to come and rape you. Yes. Every time. Every so time. Now you know. You need and, to stop and, that shit. And knowing is half the battle. Because see, that's what I do when I go to sleep. We I never expect somebody no. to climb in the bed and finger me. 
I, well, that's that's what I do. But I mean, it's okay. So yeah, you fall asleep. I fall asleep. We all fall asleep. But do you fall asleep in a bed with a group full of people? And why not? Because while you, you're drunk, you're, yeah. But your expectation is not. I'm going to fall asleep, and the next thing I know, I want to wake up and have some random fuck sticking their fingers up my twat. That's it's not random. <laughs> he's not random. <laughs> he they random. knew him. They did know him, but he's still random. How's he random? Because every dude is random. Well, what do you think, Ty? I think it doesn't matter. I mean, uh. If it's if you're sleeping in a bed, there's no expectation of you know finger in the twat. <laughs> there is it's, no because that's just like I'm walking down the street and I have an expectation that I'm gonna get jacked. Somebody is going to point a gun at me and ask for my wallet. I have that damn expectation you know, all day, every day. Is <laughs> but it's crazy. I'm driving a car and it's my expectation that I'm going to get carjacked. Yes. I'm I'm walking across the street and it's my expectation that 18 wheeler go drive over me. Do you know where we live? All of these things are prob- more, more probable than not. You know, I'm just right. saying. Right, but I'm I mean I'm just trying to contrast here. So But are you trying to say that it was the victim's fault in this? No, I'm I'm just We're making the this. argument if a um If I if you fall asleep at after a house party after you've been drinking, you are going to get raped every, America and beyond. Remember that. No, not necessarily. I'm just pointing out that a lot of people like to blame the victims. So in doing so, they look for things right. to say, mm-hmm. this is what they did to make this happen to them. So right, but it's the stupidest out- things because the way that I dress is definitely a signal that I want somebody to come up to me and rape me. It is. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Mm-hmm. Every day. And you can't pay them enough. That. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so that that's the second and the third and final before we um really get into the uh the nitty gritty the college rape scene oh culture scene culture. is uh Alton Wilkerson mm. uh University of Colorado student convicted of sexually assaulting an intoxicated woman will not have to serve a prison sentence mm-hmm. a judge ruled with a decision that sparked outrage from the victim's advocates and closely resembles the case of, case of again, Brock Turner. A uh, jury convicted Austin James Wilkerson, age 22, of sexually assaulting a helpless woman on March 15, 2014, when prosecutors say he isolated and raped the half-conscious victim after he had told his friends that he was going to take care of her at a party. Wilkerson, who eventually admitted that he digitally and orally penetrated the woman while he wasn't getting much of a response from her, was potentially facing 4 to 12 years. The law, however, gives judges discretion to issue lighter sentences, and in Boulder County Court on Wednesday, Judge Patrick Butler ruled that the former student should not have to serve any time in state prison. Instead, he ordered Wilkerson to serve two years of so-called work release, and 20 years to life on probation. That means Wilkerson, who was suspended from the university, will be able to work or go to school during the day and return to county jail at night while he serves his two-year sentence. Mm -hmm. Prosecutors had urged the judge to send Wilkerson to prison. They said they were disappointed with the decision. On the day of the assault, Wilkerson made 
it appear as though he was trying to help the victim before he attacked her, according to prosecutors. He made certain that his roommate saw him checking her pulse <laughs> and temperature. And giving her water. Giving her water. Mm-hmm. And after the assault of the woman, who was then a first-year student, he sent a message to the victim's friend, who then thanked him for taking care of the victim. Hmm. Wilkerson told investigators he had made repeated advances on the victim, but she rebuffed him each time. And then he felt pissed off and that she was a fucking bitch. Hmm. After initially denying the extent of the assault, he allegedly admitted to friends that he had fingered the girl while passed out and, quote, let his hands wander, end quote. Before the trial, he claimed to officials that the assault started consensually, but she wasn't very responsive while he penetrated her and ejaculated on her stomach. Wilkerson, however, allegedly changed his story at trial, claiming that the victim was not inebriated, that she had engaged with him passionately, and uh, da, 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 according to prosecutors, the defendant raped a helpless young woman and tried to cover it up. So, oh, this is, okay, what I was talking about earlier, um, quoting the victim. Um, when I'm not having nightmares about the rape, retaliation or retrial going awry i am having panic attacks she said some days i can't even get out of bed Mm -hmm. in her plea for a prison sentence she said have as much mercy for the rapist as he did for me that night see different person now wilkerson supporters they submitted letters on his behalf Mm -hmm. urging a light sentence Mm -hmm. one said the most traumatic incident that austin has faced in his life is this sexual assault case Mm -hmm. Lisa Sacamano, another deputy district attorney, lamented that privileged university students continue to avoid serious punishment. Yes. And and once again, another another white athlete like, of privilege. Let me let me ask a question. Do judges have to f- defend their decisions? They do have to give a reason behind it. And most of the reasons that they give are very stupid because they are skewed towards the defendant. Because we don't want to allow, like the judge in Brock Turner's case and others, why should their lives be messed up like this? Because we don't think about the victim. No, you That don't. the victim has to go through life knowing that basically she got raped twice. Once by this perpetrator and once by the court system. Because in this particular case, this jackass, he does also have to register as a sex offender. But in 20 years, he can drop it. He can, he can actually request to be taken off. So he'll be... Probably 40 years old. You know, so. So to me, to me, yes, victims do get raped twice, mm-hmm. even though it's technically the system, mm-hmm. but it's the judges. Right. But, and, and, and it, making but it's these all decisions. because of this rape culture that we, this patriarchal society it's that we live stuff. in. Rape and culture. wait, so I want to read this quote speaking about, you know, since we're on this victimization of the victim by the court system. And this this is another case out of Canada. Same, similar situation. Of course, young, athlete, white, Canadian. But this is what the judge said to the victim before he actually acquitted 
the perpetrator. Oh, is this the one that was fat that wanted attention? No, this is what he said. Why couldn't you keep your knees together? And this 19-year-old victim was raped over a bathroom zinc at a house party. Why didn't you skew your pelvis to the bottom of the zinc to avoid penetration? Then he told the victim, well, the uh, perpetrators and his friends that um, they have to be far more gentle with women. Be very careful to protect yourselves. Hmm. Hmm. What is that dude smoking? So basically, that Canadian what, what, shit. Yeah, basically what what this case was, she was gang raped in the bathroom at a house party, and all of them got off. They were all acquitted because it was consensual. Now I know you remember the other Canadian um, case where there was a obese woman that was raped, and the judge told her she should be thankful because she given her size she should have been happy with any attention that she was getting or something something like that Mm -hmm. so uh tyrone what are your thoughts about rape or what they call rape culture specifically in u.s colleges universities i think that it's I think that rape culture is alive and well, and I don't think it's ending anytime soon. Uh. I don't think, and, and and not only do I believe so from like personal experiences and, and and knowing victims and and even knowing the perps, right? You know, even knowing some of the perps, I I I, I think it's happening because these U.S. college colleges and universities they don't have the resources to to fight these battles. And even if they did have the resources, the women aren't make aren't aren't going to the police, you know? They, that is a true statistic. You know, F- like, only 5%. Right. Well, less than 5%. So 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 like so like all of these stories that we heard just now, I mean, it, it's happening probably probably 5 6 times. Right, about 23. Yeah, it's crazy. Statistically about 23% of um college freshmen because inevitably it happens in the first year women so i i have statistics that say 20 around 23 ish percent of women report unwanted sexual advances rape inappropriate touching unwanted touching etc etc from between the months of when you start college and thanksgiving as far as freshmen are Mm -hmm. concerned Mm -hmm. what so what type of environment, why, why is university any different than the real world, say a job, say um, McDonald's? Like what makes it a hotbed for? Because you're grown, but you're not grown, you know, like, and then you toss in alcohol, you toss in the pretty women, you toss in, you know, parties. And then, and then that's like a, a recipe for, for for a disaster or a good time well you know you think so we say rape culture but there's also something called the culture of silence and that goes back to what we were saying earlier victims don't speak out and the reason why they don't speak out is because they are afraid to speak out because they know that in the end they're the ones whose lives are going to be scrutinized Mm -hmm. you know not so much the perpetrators it's like um, you know, are you promiscuous? You, 
Right. You know, how do you dress? What did you do? When did you have your first sexual experience? X, Y, and Z. And, and going back to something that Tyrone said about college, I can remember my first semester on college campus and... Who you rate? Man, a lot of dudes. Mm-hmm. See... And that's 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 actually where we need to turn this conversation. Hey, hey, to. no, 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 that'll be that could be a we, sidebar. Let no, me finish, we need man. To turn this let me conversation. Nah, man. Okay, nah, man. Go let ahead. me let me finish, man. Let me finish because and the reason why I want to finish this is because Tyrone said it, and I've said it multiple times on this podcast. We talk about a patriarchal society. Think about this on a college campus, just to show you how crazy this is. They have Greek life, right? We have fraternities and sororities. Mm -hmm. Sororities are not allowed to have alcohol. Yep. But fraternities are within the confines of... Who made this? Who, like... University rules. So... But it's it's system-wide. It is repeated on every college campus. So the university enforces it. Right. Sororities, no alcohol. Fraternities, y'all can have alcohol within the guidelines of state law or Mm -hmm. city law or whatever ordinance. So they get to control where these parties are happening. Mm -hmm. They get control the alcohol at these parties. So inevitably, where are the parties happening? They're happening in the frat house. Okay. And they're happening. Wait, they're happening. Alcohol that that you bring in to consume. Then you have all these college freshmen going because they want to be included. So all it takes for this rapist is my boys. You know, if I bag this chick, no matter how I do it, what my boys go do, right. man, you the man, whoop, whoop, you the man. She a slut, but you the man. Okay. I'm going to I mean, not on, not on this podcast episode, even though I do want to defend <laughs> Greek life a little bit, maybe later down the line. Uh, I, I do think you're right. I mean, uh, the the frat houses they do control the alcohol flowing, and these women they don't know what the fuck they're drinking. Right? They no no they really don't. I mean, <laughs> I mean we used to make jungle juice with um with the Everclear stuff. Everclear, that's you know? what you make it with. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, they don't Everclear know. is flammable. <laughs> <laughs> they're drinking flammable yeah, liquids. So all right, with that being said, I'm not too familiar with um that Greek life. I'm more familiar with that thug that life, life but um that jail life check it out so since sororities all right alcohol seems to be a big um factor big factor mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. women getting sexually assaulted what better way to loosen what right. better way to stop somebody from fighting so with that being said though being that the sororities aren't allowed to have alcohol but the fraternities are wouldn't that suggest that the fraternity members, the frat boys, are more susceptible to being sexually assaulted? No, because the whole purpose, think about that. I am luring you into a place that I control. I control the frat house. You don't have to come. I control the frat house. You don't have to come. No, but it's but a there's party. Also, yeah, it's, there's a party. You it, don't have a, to come. It's a party. I don't. Just like I don't have to walk down the street. Just like I don't have to ride a car. Right. But I choose to go to this party, mm-hmm. but I don't choose to be sexually assaulted. So, right. <laughs> I think that a, a big thing that's overlooked is men being sexually okay, assaulted. Oh, we going there? We are going, we going there. there. We are going right. there. <laughs> we yeah, going there. Because going there. I'm saying, like, that... All right, so you say that the the woman victims seldom go to the authorities because 
there's this uh, fear that no one will believe There's a stigma. So right. who will believe a guy that comes forward that, and says, you know what? She sexually assaulted that, me. She touched but you me. Know she what? did this and, and that. And then the whole time that they saying it, they got a big smile on their face. No. See? And mm-hmm. you and look, just your your remark right there. That Of course that, I did that on purpose. I, I don't care. See, of course, I'm, I, of I'm course I did that on purpose. For the male victims. No one speaks up for ma- the male there, victims. No, there are male victims. Who speaks are, up for them? There are male victims. There are LGBT vic- mm-hmm. LGBTQ victims. They are either male or female. And they, there's no reason to no, they are, they, further categorize no, them. No, no, you do. Because why? this is why you have lesbian women mm-hmm. who are raped because they are lesbians. Because, but that's, guess what? That's still you're gonna be a straight woman. To, you're going to be straight that's still today. still a woman no, getting but raped. You need, no, you need to call out this particular group because there are men who are being raped by men and they don't yeah. say anything because... Why would they? <laughs> see, <laughs> I mean, see, there you go. There you go. But no, seriously. I, now, this is just my personal, my personal view is the further we categorize the more diluted these claims are. I don't think so. And the reason why I don't is because they are, they are underrepresented on college campuses. And for the most part, they are very marginalized. And when they try to enter into mainstream, they are more victimized than straight men and women. But we don't have statistics on them because they rarely speak out. Have you been to Atlanta? Man, what the hell you talking about? I'm just, I'm about? just asking. I'm, have you been hell, to Atlanta? Have you been to uh, down Bourbon Street? Yeah. Yes, I have. So what the I hell are you talking see, about? See, this ain't the 90s or early 2000s anymore. They, they, I know they're, they're speaking not. out. We are speaking. They are speaking out now. We are speaking out now. Right. But I still don't see the men speaking out or anyone um, advocating But they for should the be men. speaking out if it's happening to them. Absolutely. Right. I mean, but, Absolutely. But, but, but I th- they- I agree that there's more of a stigma on male males being raped than there are females being raped, and I think that it's more men are more apt not to believe because right. if a man came to me and said I was raped, guess what? Because women are who we are, and because we know that we live in a rape culture, I am more apt to believe. But Dan on drugs, you would be the one like, man, step the fuck. You ain't never been raped. Man, what you talking about? I wouldn't I wouldn't say that. But let me um yeah, mm-hmm. as far as far as reactions, let me ask, I'm gonna start with Tyrone. When the first Bill Cosby, let's say the first one, two, maybe three victims spoke out, what what was your takeaway? What was your initial thoughts on that? Man, I was sad at first, and and I was angry later. <laughs> you know, did me, you believe him? Yes, I did. I believe the victims. Me, and that's where I think your mind should go first is to believe the victims, and then you know if it if it turns out that they're trying to ruin the man's character, and I'm not trying to say that it never happens. Mm-hmm. You know, because I think that's what um, that's what guys and dudes, men. They always say, you know, uh, you got to watch out for these lying women, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. trying to ruin like, my reputation. Like Ryan yeah. Seacrest. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. you, you, Isn't me, he gay? You keep saying that, man. I thought that dude no. was gay. You keep saying that man have a wife and children. I think and? he might be divorced. Yeah, I think he's and divorced. He might be gay. Man, shut up. But no. I, okay. So, um, and what was your the first 
let's say one, two, three Bill Cosby victims come out. I believed. You believed. I did believe. Becky? I'm going to be honest. Please do. I did not believe the first few. Okay. And why is that? Well, honestly, I thought that they were trying to to come into some money. About to, you thought they were sabotaging yeah. Bill Cosby? Right. Yeah. I mean, this is a, a, a beloved, was a beloved you know, Dr. TV, That's right. mm-hmm. you know, figure, you know, who's also, I guess what he, he, um, I don't know how much, but he's an advocate for, you know, civil rights. He's an, and, right. and education and, right. you know, kind of, you know, that moral, the you know, dude, the dude was living a double life. Yeah. Yes, he was. Yeah. Dude. So, Unfortunately, my first reaction was not to believe the first few victims. <laughs> and I'm going to echo that. When they first came out, I said, Psh, man, ain't no damn way Bill Cosby out here like that. Not with his Clear wife, his wife Camille. <laughs> and um, like, th- there's no way. So the first few and I'm like, nah, they, they trying to get to come up. Right. So then few more came out, few more came out. And I'm like, hold up. This is starting to look a lot like Michael Jackson with little boys. Because now, so now let's say we're up to like 10, 10 or so. I'm like, wait, th- there's probably something to this, right? Then once we get up to how many? We're at 80. <laughs> it is not where, that Where many, are we at man. now? We're About 30, 40, give or take. 30 or 40. Around, yeah. So then after that number comes out and I'm kind of going back to. My first impression or my first thought, which is, why is the floodgate opening now? Why are so many people coming forward now? And so then I'm thinking, come up again. And truly, Dan has said that. But, you know, my response to that is the same response that I had after the whole Harvey Weinstein thing. It was because there's safety in numbers. And I might not be brave enough to be the very first person to step out and say he did it, especially to somebody or with somebody who was such a beloved figure as Bill Cosby. I mean, Cliff Huxtable, come on, you know, that he was he was America's daddy. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I wasn't brave enough to say he did it, but I can be brave enough to stand behind or on side of the woman who said yes he did and especially did the same thing to me the same thing to me me too right you know i mean i i get it and i think harvey weinstein did he did everything these women are saying he did i can look at him and tell (laughs) doesn't he have the look he looked like so he has a a rape star when you look at bill cosby you like that man ain't nobody rapist. Man. That's a grandpa. Uh, exactly. Right. I don't know. See, see perception. And now he see? acting like he blind though. He is. He blind. saw them titties the other day when that when that bitch jumped out the bush on his ass. He saw them titties. That was. <laughs> that dude go man. back I, and I challenge everyone out here to go back. Take a look he at was the image he when was that it was crazy funny. bush bitch jumped out on <laughs> That's his ass. What I said, the bush bitch. Jumped out on him. So, uh, yeah. Tyrone, have you had any personal experiences with uh, rape or sexual assault culture, as they would say? And, I mean, whether it was reported, unreported, doesn't matter. 
For example, uh, dude I know raped a mascot or, um, <laughs> uh, you know, unwanted touching. And again, I'd like to say this. Um, if you rape somebody personally, please don't tell us. <laughs> Not planning on it. Man. Okay. okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think I've been around a lot of women who I know personally have confided in me their situation or their stories. And so why did they say that they didn't come forward? Well, some of them did come forward, but there 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 wasn't anything happening, you know? Like and like a lot of these situations that happened, I don't even think the fem- the women, the females believe that it was rape. It was rape, you know. And that's right. A, yeah. That's yeah. You, you, you know, inappropriate touching or like, oh, the dude was drunk. Uh, you know, I was drunk. You know, the, the victims are blaming themselves. Uh, uh, you know, it's all a part of the culture. Yeah, it's like, all. Part it's all a part of the culture. Just like you said, it is not considered. You know, it's it's about that definition. Mm-hmm. You know, what is rape or what is just dating etiquette? Because the A statistic that I read as far as rape on college campuses, 90% of these people were known to them. So it's like somebody that you're dating or somebody that you know who's doing this to you. I think they don't want to ruin the guy's image, you know, because even when you're in college, you have such a quote unquote bright future ahead of you, Mm -hmm. you you know, and I don't think that a lot of people and a lot of victims, I mean, if it ever happened to me or someone I knew, I'd say, fuck your future. Right. But like, cause I ain't about to live in darkness. No, right. Think about that. You're so, you, I can just imagine just the, the, the Brock Turner, the victim in the Brock Turner situation. Imagine what she's still going through right now. And I don't know how many of y'all read her victim impact statement. Didn't she get woman of the year award? I, I can't remember, but I know I, I read that did. victim impact statement and I'm looking at it and it's like, damn, because, you know, she's saying stuff about, you know, you said alcohol, but alcohol is not a reason. It's an excuse. And mm-hmm. and that is 100 percent true. And it's like, yeah, you had a bright future. So did I. But now every day I have to live with the fact that this has happened to me. Let me ask you this real quick. All right. So alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. Now, being that you said alcohol is not a reason, it's an excuse. Do you think that let's let's use man on woman rape. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think that sans the alcohol, the same behavior would have occurred? I think. Well, I think. yes. I think so. You think so? Because you know why I think so? Why is that? here here's my reasoning behind that it goes once again i'm gonna I'm scream this out a million times it goes back to this patriarchal society that we live in it goes back to the culture and not just the rape culture the overall culture of entitlement that many white men feel you know i'm entitled to do this because what I want is what I want. And that's the way they have grown up. It's about uh, power. Right. It's about power to these dudes. Right. You know, so, you know, it's not it's not even the sex. It's I did this to this. Now, this dude. is, yeah. you know? this is yeah. my next question. Then 
Being that you believe that the same behavior would take place without the alcohol, why does it seem that in almost all of these cases, alcohol, alcohol was is a involved? factor? Because, because in order to have like this culture thing, in order to have, you need a whole lot of things. And one of the things that you need to have is a place where you feel like what you're about to do or what you're doing is acceptable. Let's think back to, you know, we'll talk about hazing before, but think about these people that died because they were hazed, where these, mm-hmm. these things occurred at. It occurred in a, in a setting, in a surrounding that was acceptable. So guess what? It's acceptable to go upstairs at a party, get in a bedroom, and have sex with some girl. That's acceptable. Because your boys, you will come downstairs, like I said earlier, and your boys will be like, yeah, man, you probably beat that up. So you are in a setting where anything that you do is going to be approved of. So, so interesting. I got an interesting statistic. There, uh, according to the National Crime, some, 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 NCAA, whatever, one third of men, okay, wait, it was not one third. It was like 10% of men said that if there were no penalties Constantly, for yeah. rape, mm-hmm. they would rape they would women. Now, I thought it was higher than that, no, something wait. like 30%. Now, here's the 30%. 30% said that if you just reworded the question, right? Mm-hmm. 30% said that if there were no consequences for forcing a woman to have sex with you, would you do it? So the ants the so we went from ten percent when you used the word rape, rape. Mm-hmm. to thirty percent when you reworded to force. forcing. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to when I said I talked about definitions and how do we how do we define rape? And most of the time, as Tyrone said, people that he knows they think, oh no, I wasn't raped. You know, that was just something that happened. You know, he was drunk, I was drunk. You know, he didn't really mean it. So. I think these kids are growing up with the mindset that that uh you know I can have what I want and then when you get off to college you don't have your parents around mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. you and know they still have that mindset yep mm-hmm. yep and on top of that you have drugs mm-hmm. alcohol mm-hmm. you know and and nowadays you what you have uh X that's right and Molly that's and, right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And all you, this crazy wait, stuff. You, you and- got some of that. <laughs> <laughs> now, so yeah, that's what that goes back to what I said about entitlement. Right. And then, then you have a safety net. Yeah. Mom and daddy go yeah. bat for me one thousand percent. All right. Well, since we're on this, um, let let's start with Becky because next to Tyrone, Becky, I think, was the most recent um college has the most recent college, college experience. experience. Mm-hmm. Did you know that Mike Tyson's daughter goes to American University? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> that that's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, Becky was at American University. She didn't go to school there, but she was no. there. And she had a dorm and everything. She was well, not damn. a student. No, you weren't a student and you just lived there? Yes. They rented out their oh, dorms during yeah. the summer. That's she so. was like, shit, I'm going to go to American. <laughs> so, uh, Becky, what do you think? Well, first, did you ever have any experience with um, this so-called culture? And ladies and gentlemen, I'm not saying rape does not exist, or, nor am I saying I approve of it. I don't approve of the word rape culture. But, Becky. Um, we don't give a damn what you approve of. Um, suck it. <laughs> Find it. I can say that... Um, I can, there are environments that are um, created 
that uh, I witnessed. I experienced those environments, but I did not experience any kind of uh Did you assault. see any assault going around or anything? Because, no, all right, I what I want to do is I want to kind of, again, contrast. What year did you graduate? 2014. 2014. What year did you graduate? 2007. Yeah, so we're seven. talking a seven year difference. Yeah. Now, back when you were in school, they didn't have the Me Too. They didn't have social no. media. Well, they did, but it wasn't like as big. Yeah. So you, your experience was slightly different than Tyrone's as far as just the environment. Mm-hmm. Well, one, um, I attended a dry um, campus. Dry campus. Yeah, meaning that there That's was. That's because I wasn't walking around up there. <laughs> they might have not had alcohol they had drugs though Ooh. well yeah wait but, i was sitting in your don't in your apartment on campus drunk that's because you bought it there i did so you weren't you, <laughs> were you weren't on campus i thought your apartment was on. okay that's well, neither here nor there from the record <laughs> but um yeah it it, it was a dry, a dry campus um so that supposedly means that there's no alcohol tolerated uh within the the bounds of the the university however off campus is a totally different story um and frats did have their houses off campus um of course yeah did you ever go to these parties i did not go to parties off campus you didn't no why not she was scared she wasn't, ladies and gentlemen, uh, she wasn't allowed to watch Fresh Prince of Bel-Air until she was like 15. Yeah. Um, so anyway, to, yeah. to get to the question, uh, what, what do you think can be done to eradicate um, the the rape, the sexual I, assault on I, campuses and universities? I really think it starts at home. Yeah. Um, it starts with identifying, making sure whatever sex you are, what is what is acceptable and what is not acceptable also i think that um if you create the environment to um to have people take advantage of um one people need to be aware that they're in that kind of environment um and give a damn about it um and also speak up when you see something in the moment Right. We see, and when I was in college, we used the buddy system, and that's something else. If my buddy raping people, I'm gonna be. (laughs) Yeah, you will be raping people too. Now, honestly, knowing what was out there, and yet America and beyond, I graduated in 1990. Damn, four. Jesus. From college. So. Wait, I was. Eleven. We don't care. Okay. But. So, I don't even think Tyrone was born yet. So Come even even <laughs> then, there was this culture, and we knew it. And I I know personally several people who actually fell victim. But my circle of friends, we use the buddy system. It's like, yeah, you're going to a party, but you're not going anywhere without your buddy. Your, you're buddy, not going- your buddy system today? Let me tell you what your I buddy know. system. Know. Your buddies Today will be recording you getting right. raped getting and raped. posting that shit on. That, uh, it's a, because it's a totally different mindset, yeah. and it, it's a totally different like girlfriends that of today. I'm not saying all of them, 
but they don't stick together. It's like, man, yeah, screw that bitch. Yeah, Mm -hmm. do that because she wanted it. And I've heard that before. You know, when I expect or when these victims expect their friends to say, yeah, you saw what he did, right? He was just playing around. You wanted it. I've heard that come out of people's mouths. And I'm like, I think these people are trying to like push the boundary and trying to see how far they can get away with. And like most of the time they can't get away with it. And then one day they pushed way too damn far. And like we said, they have the affluency. Yeah, I just made up a word of their parents behind them. Because if my dad's a doctor or a lawyer or he knows judges in the community or law enforcement right so mm-hmm. it's like you know my my kid's a good kid he just made a mistake so hmm. you know what 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 he accidentally raped her I yeah mean, you know it was an accident purpose. Mm-hmm. well can i ask you something real quick like if uh if you're at a party and you know the lights are dim and people are dancing on the dance floor if a guy starts to fill up a girl is that rape if like no i mean not rape but 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 like you know that sh- that shit happens daily all the time, right? All you the tell time. Me, stop, see, and I think that's where Becky was going with that whole bond boundary thing. Know what you will and will not tolerate. Because the thing is, I'm on the dance floor, and we know it happens all the time. You're on the dance floor and you're dancing, and some dude comes up behind you and start rubbing on you right. and feeling on you. Right. If you go with it and you're dancing, that's one thing. But if you say Man, back up off me! Stop doing it, and they keep coming. That's totally that's something totally different. So I'm I'm uh let me uh interject here. When in situations like that, I think you get the one time rule, which is yeah, you can go grab a girl's ass. <laughs> that, that, that doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. But the one time it rule. sounded better yeah, in you your can, head, yeah, didn't you it? Go, yes, you go grab it a girl's ass. Well, uh-huh. you can. Uh, you, you while you're dancing with her, you I mean you can touch her, and if she slaps your hand, pulls away, whatever, whatever, anything after that is sexual assault. Right, and that's exactly what I said. If if you're dancing and she and he walks up and he starts rubbing on you and you down with it, okay, good, great, but your hand on my ass and I'm like, man, stop, and you keep doing it, then we about to fight. But but then I think that leads to something, you know? Like, you're on the come dance on, floor. Come on, man. That le- come on, man. That leads to something. That you leads go, to something. Here you go. Why'd you put yourself in that position? Right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, as far as asking attorney, we don't have a user-submitted question. Well, listener-submitted question. We do. I just haven't gone through them. You have a user submitted. Um, So how about what we do is for ask an attorney, 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 attorney. If you are a victim of rape or sexual assault, what should you do? Because the one thing I've heard is, I mean, a woman might feel nasty. Mm -hmm. She might want to go wash off. That is the wrong thing to do. Absolutely. Because every hair, every even fingerprints. Because nowadays, technology that they have out there, they can lift fingerprints from your skin. So every little bit of evidence that you can preserve, you need to preserve. So you're a victim straight to the hospital. What if it's a day or two later? You were drugged. You were drunk. And that's a problem. That's a problem, too, especially with these date rape drugs. But 
there is some there there are some traces scopolamine ghb <laughs> um rohypnol rohypnol and actually believe it or not i know um, somebody who roofied themselves ambien and the generic yep. name is zolp zolpiderm or something yep. like that ambien too it's be, it is being so used. do not use these on other people you know what's that they they said they used to put um eye drops y'all remember that no y'all remember that? wait is that what that sounds like folklore <laughs> look i don't know but anyway so there have been that there, there have been multiple cases rohypnol you know date rate drugs have been used and those are those are sketchy and that's where anecdotal and um dna physical evidence is actually going to rule the day rather than because most of the time you have victim testimony in a case where some drug has been introduced you don't know what happened. Just like with homegirl with the Brock Turner situation. She didn't know what happened. She had to find out what happened from the media and from other people. But in her case, they had evidence and look how that happened. So And the last thing I wanted to address here is my my gripe with rape culture. Alright. That's sure. What makes it a culture? Because we live it. Wait, because so do wait we... no. It wait. This is what makes it a culture. It makes it a culture because we and I'm saying I'm using the role we here, not me in particular, not us in this in this studio. We feed into it. We continue it. We actually create it. So do we live in a assault and battery culture? We do. We do. live in a we, jaywalking. No, culture? You know, we live. We live what culture a... we live in? We live in a culture that looks at women and they see property they look at women and they see chattel because once upon a time it was true uh let me bring you back to the fact that women were not allowed to vote in this country until 1920 so long long history Mm -hmm. long history of not valuing women to do a rape because because women are not valued in this country also uh, pay inequalities. Women are paid thirty to forty percent less than their male counterparts, in spite of the fact that they may have more education and more experience than these male counterparts. What's that we have to do with rape? We don't value women, is what that has to do. I'm showing you how progressively. I don't value a lot of shit, and I don't, we don't fuck we don't, it. We don't. We don't value, but you could. And you would because you don't value it. I'm just saying. So because uh, because, because the logic... rape is a, rape is about power, and it is about reasserting your power over this woman, this this thing that you think that you're entitled to. Okay, now what you're describing to me is rape, but you're not describing <laughs> why it's a culture. Because okay, let me systemic. let me let me let me break because, it down for you a little because bit. Because it is let a me break it down. Oh, yeah, let's go to the definition of the word culture. All right, there definition. we go. Okay. okay. All right, so there is a couple definitions. But Let's go with the one that suits me. <laughs> a culture is the attitudes and, beha- and behavioral characteristics of a particular social group. That's one. Okay. All right. Another one, which applies to biology, but I think it's also applicable to this conversation. I like that word. Is the maintenance of conditions suitable for growth mm-hmm. the maintenance of conditions suitable for so growth. you like are feeding right. into a that. environment we created that, 
perpetuate those attitudes and those behaviors. Why don't we hear more about the assault and battery culture? Because it ain't, um, well, it's on the news. It's on the the news, but like rape isn't necessarily on the news because, because no one's talking about it, you know? But like, if you talk about rape culture, what feeds into it, you know, even things we 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 listen to on a daily basis, like like even some rap music, you know, when they talk about um, bitches ain't ch- shit but yeah. hoes and tricks. That's when you graduated back in '94. <laughs> I'm just saying, oh, like Waka Flocka, you know, girl make that ass clap, you know, like this, you, you're they're perpetuating. Women are property, and they're look they're looked at, they're objectified. Women women are objectified in our society. So basically what I what I want to bring light to then is the assault and battery uh culture, culture the, the gun violence culture no not the, the gun violence white culture. supremacist culture no, well we do need to keep speaking on that however animal cruelty culture there's that as well yes. <laughs> there's uh, that as well you know what the botany culture <laughs> and we love botanists and my favorite the unlicensed contractor culture yeah you know that's we called the to, side hustle yeah we need to you know what we need to shed light on all this so i'm gonna be first the first to say that this assault and battery culture that we live in and continue to feed into yeah because i want to i want to perpetuate the assault on you see that i i don't look at it as a culture i just look at it as Yes, there's a a group of people out here who rape people, who sexually assault people. And there's a group of people who allow them to do it and to continue to do it and do not do not treat them or give them the sentencings that they deserve, which actually perpetuates the next fella, which would actually emboldens the next fella. Oh, Brock got off, man. I'm going to do what Brock did. So I'll let I, I mean, if I let the listeners decide. However, mm. they probably already had their minds made up. I, I don't subscribe to rape culture. I do subscribe to rapist. We didn't, uh, <laughs> we, we didn't change your mind? No, no. of course not. <laughs> I, I don't believe in that. So I, th- I have one other comment to make. Um, and hopefully it doesn't dishearten anyone who has been a victim. But um, I recently saw that there's a documentary um, that... Mariska Hargitay has mm-hmm. um, yeah. produced. Don't speak that yeah. language in here. Yep. Uh, she is the Olivia. Uh, Olivia Benson from uh, Law and Order SVU. That oh, fool said yeah, the, uh, the that unprocessed- looks like uh, Melania Trump. Yes. Okay. Um, she d- did a documentary about all of the unprocessed rape kits Kids, that's that right. are in this country. That's right. There so are thousands of them. Tens one, of you've been a vi- you you've been vi- victimized. Two, you have the experience of if you decide to go to the authorities and get checked out, um, experiencing the exam. Mm-hmm. Then you have the third victimization of um, having your rapist go free. And them being unable to find them because they have not processed the, the rape, rape kit. kit. <laughs> so there you have it. Check that documentary out. This has been yet another week of Black Law and Legalize. You can follow us on Twitter at Black Law Podcast. And apparently we have a Facebook page and people like it. So we're on Facebook too at mm-hmm. Black Law Podcast. 
You can follow me personally at I am Dan on drugs. And you can follow me at I tell legal lies. I'd like to thank uh, Tyrone for joining us for this podcast. Tyrone. Tyrone. Look, we always call him Tyrone. Man. And this is Afro Becky. Say bye, Ty. See you guys. Thanks for having me on. <laughs>